Meditation could look like so many different things. In fact, the practice can look similar each time or very different. In today's mini-sode, I share how my relationship with meditation has shifted over the years and how more recently it's opened me up and guided me in beautiful ways. Hello and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to this Monday mini-sode where I share an insight designed to help you live into what lights you up this week. Last week, I talked a very short time about how my meditation practice has shifted in recent months, really just in the past year. So I wanted to share today a little bit about that and where my whole journey of meditation began. It has certainly shifted quite a bit over the years, and I'm really grateful for that. As we are moving through our life, there are so many areas that we can grow when we allow ourselves to sit at the feet of people who are teaching that we can learn from, hearing different experiences, getting deeply into books and other practices to really grow ourselves. I believe for me, it's definitely part of my design. I do love to research and I love to hear people's stories and hear how their practices positively impact them. Because long ago, I learned the lesson to learn from the experiences of others, whether they be the successes or the mistakes. Because if we can learn from other people, hopefully saving ourselves time, we can short circuit some of our growth. And I mean, what I've found in my many years is um, I ended up just making my own mistakes, right? I, I got to really have the autonomy to do that. And so with meditation, though, it's been interesting because I got thinking about where did this all begin for me? And looking back to being very, very young, I spent a lot of time alone. Now, I was very close with my family and we, we spent quite a bit of time to, together as well, but I really loved my solitude. And by being alone, for me, it was about diving into books, whether they be the things that um, that were really for the time that I was growing up in the 70s. You know, the Judy Bloom series was definitely a favorite of mine. And so many others. But what I also loved was diving into books that my mom had from years and years of family history. These books would line numerous shelves in our home, and I just loved to open them up and smell the pages. I just felt like they smelled like wisdom, and I, I would open them, and just holding them, I felt like I had gained some sort of knowledge. So sometimes I would try reading them and they're, they're very old and some of them were very, very deep. One of them actually was, I believe it was the Dickens book, A Tale of Two Cities. And I remember opening up that first page of the book and seeing it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. And I tried reading that whole page, but I was so young. I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. And of course it was written in a different kind of English because it was much older. 
And so later on in life, I ended up getting that book and reading it and loving it and and reading uh, a few other Dickens books as well at the time. And it was kind of like I came full circle at that moment. And so I'm saying all this because this was part of my solitude as a child was with books. I, you could find me sitting in a willow tree with whatever I may have been reading. And I would read up there. I would be reading on the front porch while all the kids were playing basketball on the driveway with my sister. (laughs) They were all very, very active that way. I would kind of like be the referee and I'd play one-on-one basketball, like just 21 or something. But I love to sit alone and, or I was singing and playing music. But I have so many beautiful memories of being alone in my room with books. And then also with just myself, just being quiet and daydreaming and thinking about life. And I remember that's when I started talking to what I called God. And I I grew up going to the Anglican church. And so, you know, that was, that was what we did. It wasn't really, I I didn't identify with, this is what I believe. It was more like, this is what, what I did, what our family did. But when I was alone in my room, I would spend that time talking to God And that continued through all through my childhood. And I always felt a sense of comfort, a sense of support, like cosmic support. And then, of course, if you've heard some of my other earlier episodes, like really early episodes, like seven, eight, or nine of this series, uh, I share a bit about my faith, my Jesus faith. And so I then encountered the that whole teaching when I was in high school and my faith shifted and, and got deeper at that sense. But all through this, the talking to God. So I would say really from a young age, I, I would pray. And I considered that to be, now that I look back, that was a form of meditation. And so I carried that all through my adult years. I included journaling. And Then I started in the personal development space, I started to do a lot of reading of personal growth and all of the greats that I would read from and listen to. And it all, it made so much sense, so much of what was being shared. And I realized, you know, some of this stuff that they're talking about, it just seems innate, like it's just been a part of me, but I never really categorically knew what it was. And they talked about really spending time meditating on those things, like, you know, visualizing your life, et cetera. But then also the idea of meditation of just like emptying your mind and just allowing presence, just sitting in that presence and in stillness, that was something I always had a hard time with. So it wasn't until really in recent years that I started to gain more of an understanding about meditation and how it could benefit me and really all the people around me, because when we are feeling really full and and sorted in our emotional life, we are much more present with others and we can certainly tap into our gifts better. So everybody wins, right? And so in the past year, this personal development journey that I've been on with my husband, we started meditating, like really having a structure of meditating together. We did that for a while and then it was off and on, but I continued it and I... I started to really see the benefits of just having that quiet space of being in the present moment. And it started to shift everything about what I thought was possible for me and what I thought was possible in my family and for my kids and really just for my state of mind. 
And it's been a beautiful experience because through this past summer, I was able to release a lot of things that I didn't realize I was carrying around. And I attribute that to meditation, the presence, the stillness. And in doing that, I was able to gain not only clarity about next steps and about relationships and about just what to, you know, how to show up in anything that I'm doing, but it also healed a lot of ideas that I realized as I meditated and and really cleared space, like that's when everything would come up in that open space, these, these thoughts, these old stories. And I realized there was so much, and I'm sure all of us have this, but I just became aware of it. There's so much I was carrying around that wasn't even mine. And that all happened because I allowed myself to slow down, get quiet, and just, I don't want to say empty my mind, but just allow my mind to sit and to see, like, allow all the thoughts to pass by like clouds, you know, and just to witness them and to witness how I thought. And then I started to question, hmm, I wonder where that came from. And in the meditations, some of them were guided where we would actually dive into, you know, what were some of the things that you used to say to yourself and how did you feel about that? What was, what were the actual feelings? And when I did that, it was really incredible to see what came up and I was able to release it in that moment. And, you know, uh, it's so fascinating because I really feel like many things I released in that moment and they didn't come back. Like those stories just, they halted with me. And then others, things that may be more just deeply ingrained, they would then come up later in the day or later in the week, but I'd understand, like I'd notice it and I'd make a note, oh, interesting, I'm having that thought, I'm I'm experiencing that, I'm telling myself that story again. And then I would say, okay, well, how do I wanna shift the story? Do I wanna believe this story? And so these are some of the things that happened to me in recent months, really since the summertime with my meditation journey. So now here I am, getting up every morning, very first thing I meditate, probably for the last six weeks or so, I will meditate right as soon as I wake up before my mind is even thinking about, oh, what's next on the list? What do I need to do? Where do I need to be? What time is it? Like I'm literally diving right into my meditation. And then I dive into a a visualization after that. And then a journaling session, like, and I'm talking, this is short. This all happens within 15, 20 minutes, depending on the day. And, you know, sometimes I say I'm going to wake up a little earlier to take more time with it, but it sets me up for the day in such a beautiful way. So I wanted to share that with you because I don't know what your experience with meditation is. You may be feeling like, oh, it's just so hard. I can't sit still. That's okay. It's all information and it's good. And if you're looking for some good meditations, I do have a self-care meditation that is in the Season Self-Care app, but I also have, there are others that are going to be coming. And of course, I would love to refer you to some that I have heard that others have created as well. So feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can DM me and and let me know. Um, you can find how to reach me in the show notes as well. Because I believe it's a gift that you give yourself, even if you're just sitting in stillness, just allowing yourself to be in the present moment. Because that is our life right there. Living in the past or projecting into the future, it can be a really, 
Well, it's it's the way a lot of us live, but it, it, it really robs us of the present moment, right? Like if we're living in the past, even if it's good memories, like a lot, oftentimes we look back and it's not the good memories we're thinking about. So we're, you know, in it's sadness or depression from looking back, or we're projecting into the future and we're feeling anxiety. And I'm all about helping you really get present with yourself so that you can make the impact you want to make without feeling burnt out, without feeling stressed out. And the best way to do that is to be fully present with yourself. So I invite you into that this week. And I know this was a longer than usual mini-sode, but I just wanted to share this story with you. And I hope that it is an encouragement to you to try something new and to really trust yourself to sit with yourself you will be so much better for it. And so will everyone around you. You're gonna, I'm just so curious to hear how this impacts you if you do it. And if you do have a meditation practice, I would love to hear your story about how it's served you. Feel free to reach out to me. And if again, if you haven't checked out the Season Self-Care app, it's in soft launch right now. You can access the beta version in the show notes. If you go to seasons.passion.io and you'll be all set, have an account ready for yourself. It's all free with paid offerings, if you should choose to subscribe to those later, and you will already have your account set up for when the app becomes a native app in the App Store and the Google Play Stores. I hope you have a beautiful week and always remember that sitting right now in this present moment, you get to really feel into what your deepest desire for your life is. And there's so much beauty in that. I wish you well, and I'll see you on another episode. Big blessings. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.